Dolphins, hosted by Rob Anglin, starting in 3, 2, 1. What is going on, guys, and welcome back to Inside the Sox podcast, hosted by Grandstand Productions. As always, I am with my good friends, Justin, Gino, Dev, and Harrison. How are we doing tonight, boys? Stressed. Stressed, but good. Stressed, but positive. Yes. Feeling positive about this team. Got to love that dirty water. Go Sox. Go Sox, indeed. I'm feeling positive. Not only with the Red Sox, but also with the Patriots about, hopefully, fingers crossed, about to get DeAndre Hopkins. So, But me and and Dev are very excited. But... This is a Red Sox podcast. We got to talk about the Red Sox. Also, guys, if you guys like our new background, shout out to Gino. He did an amazing job with the logo. Gino and his wife did an amazing job doing this design. It looks great. So if you guys are seeing this right now, shout out to them. They did an amazing job on this. Even at the bottom, as you see, Grandstand Productions inside the Sox podcast right at the bottom. We're going to start talking about this Rocky series, which no pun intended. It was a Rocky series for the Boston Red Sox. Very tough series. We lost it, of course. Had a feeling we were going to lose it, but now we're going into Friday against the Yankees, and I'm going to go around the table and hear people's thoughts. I'm going to start with you, Gino, and go away around. What do you think about this Rocky series and how it went for Boston? Man, you know what? I I was staying pretty positive. Thought we were going to do something with it, but I was on a uh, podcast earlier today with a Rockies fan, and he said it was the highlight of their season so far. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, oh. Wow, that's bad. So, so it's it's embarrassing. Rockies, hold up, Rockies fans exist. I mean, it's it's pretty private, but yeah, they they exist. Uh, but yeah, it's he he was telling me that you know they can't really develop good good players, and then when they trade people, you know, like the Trevor Story, they trade Trevor Story, they trade Nolan or Ar- Ar- Arnado to the Cardinals, and when they develop something, you know, something goes away. So this was they said it was kind of a fluke, and I honestly think it was because we were they took advantage of a team that's struggling they took advantage of a team that only shows up between the sixth and ninth inning sometimes maybe seventh and ninth inning and sometimes when we go in extra innings maybe even the tenth inning it seems like when we go into the tenth inning we have bad weather and it doesn't necessarily be on our side i think overall i expected this unfortunately i'm still trying to stay positive i still believe in this team we just got to get these players back um, that are injured and also put up from the minors that Cora thinks fits really well because that's what I want. I want him to figure it out because there's players in the minors are kicking butt right now. Who would have thought Bobby Dahlback would be doing pretty good? So that's how I feel about it. What do you guys think? It was very disappointing to see this series the way it rolled out. I had optimism that we were going to sweep, and clearly that did not happen at all. One thing that the Boston Red Sox did a lot this series, as they always do, I'm going to call us the double play kings. Red Sox like to ground into a lot of double plays. They grounded into a lot in that first game. And what sucked was watching that first game and then going into the rain delay, it was like great. It's like watching a West Coast game. We're up until midnight, 1 o'clock, watching the Red Sox. And, of course, it didn't end our way. We waited an hour and a half just to watch that rally killed, and it sucked. Um, the third game was really good in the sixth inning, watching the Red Sox put on a couple of runs in that inning. Rob Ref Snyder, I'm so happy. As you can see, Harrison has him at the background. Happy the Red Sox got him extended for another year. It's going to be great to see. And then the lineup just woke up in that third game. They pitched really well, too. The pitching did good. It was just the the lineup was quiet most of the games, and that's what costed us. But, yeah, I think it's a bad – it was a – not a good series, but I'm excited to play the Yankees, and I'm hoping we could turn things around. Dev, let's hear what your thoughts are. Oh, man. I mean, God, do we suck in extra innings at Fenway Park. I mean, it's, Amen. Amen. I mean, man, I mean, I still hate the uh, runner on second, you know, extra inning, you know, bubkiss thing, but still it's just like, you know, we just lost every – well, not, not every game of the series, but like, you know, those first two games by one measly run, you know, I, you know, second game, Raphael Devers hits that two-run shot. You're thinking, okay, maybe the Sox have a little bit of life, you know. And then what's his face? Adam Duvall grounds out, and then Duran gets on with a walk. He steals second base, and then it's just like after that, it's just like all down here. What's going on with Reese McGuire? Like, I, I feel like that, you know, I don't think he's been contributing a lot for the Red Sox. Like, I, I got to say this. I miss Vasquez. I wish we had him back. I really do. I wish, you know. I'm Bloom, you know, got the checkbooks out to sign him back instead of having, you know, he, he was good last year. Don't get me wrong. You know, end of the season, you know, hit a couple of dingers here and there. But, you know, this season it's just like, 
why be on the team? I feel like, you know, we could probably install ourselves into another catcher probably by trade deadline or whatnot. It would be nice to see someone, you know, keep Connor Wong. I love Wong. He's a great, you know, catcher for, you know, for the future. But Reese McGuire, I think that, you know, he's just not the answer for the Boston Red Sox. And uh, Jorge Alfaro, he is still in the Woo Sox, uh, you know, roster. Why bring him up. Bring him up. Bring him up. Call him up. I think he'd be a better catcher than freaking Reese McGuire. Send him down for a couple reps to see how he can do in AAA, and then send Jorge Alfaro, the guy that we got from, I think it was, what, San Diego, if if I'm correct? San Diego. He's from San Diego. So, yeah, I I mean, I'm excited for this Yankee series. I hope we absolutely beat the absolute crap out of the Yankees because I feel like, you know, last weekend was a really great weekend to be a Red Sox fan. You know, it was just – that extra inning game, you know, Pablo Reyes was the MVP. And then coming home, I was thinking, okay, maybe we could have a little bit of boost of energy against the Colorado Rockies. But those extra inning games, man, I mean, they, they, they just really, really sunk for the Red Sox. And I'm just hoping that, you know, with that win last night, it can keep the momentum pushing into the weekend. I agree. It just kills us, and we can't. I don't know what it is with this team not being able to produce in the extra innings. But shout out, by the way, Corey, I'm going to say a shout out. Corey Kluber had a good appearance in that bullpen the other day to keep the Red Sox in the game. Harrison, I know you got a lot to say, and I know you got a lot of opinions. So I'm going to hear what you say in one second because Justin's got his finger up. So we're going to go with Justin first, then we're going to go to you. Okay, put it up on the screen, Justin. Whenever you're ready. This series was a must win to get the vibes going again and failed. Even though we kind of got the vibes back last night on to New York, time to kick it in high gear. Let's go. I agree. We're playing New York at home. This is our home. We got to defend Fenway Park and against our rivals. We have to do it. Harrison, tell me your thoughts on this series. It's just frustrating. It's tiring. It's just it's all the above. It's just like we couldn't get runners in scoring position. It's just everything. It's just like the pitching rot- I just think that Cutter Crawford, he's not a rotation type of guy. I think he's more like a bullpen type of guy. I think that I think there's I think Nick Pavetta should be in the bull should be part of this rotation. I think we should give him another shot. Or hate to say Corey Kluber maybe I mean like because Corey Kluber and Nick Pavetta are had experiences in the rotation a lot I think either one of those two I'd rather have Nick Pavetta Nick Pavetta more than Corey Kluber because we saw Nick Pavetta in the bullpen because he's been doing really well in the bullpen I just said this you know what let's just get Nick Pavetta another shot because after that second game against the Rockies just kind of Crawford wasn't the guy at all yes he's 27 years old yes he's still young but at the same time it's just like i think it's time for you to go back into the bullpen and try and just try to figure it out and but i think i like nick Bavetta better than cutter crawford in the rotation but i'm honestly i want to give the mvp right here uh yesterday to this guy himself rob Russell. i know a lot of people are going to say alex verdugo yes i understand but like at the same time i love this guy and this dude's been through the freaking rain like nonstop for 32 years he's now 32 by the way he doesn't look like 32 like look he's just like he's like in still in this prime right now and he's been hitting left-handed pitchers like nonstop he's like he's just like bullying them left and right and honestly, Christian Arroyo, though. How about Christian Arroyo? Am I right, Gino? <laughs> uh, Arroyo's back, man. I think he's going to bat uh, probably like a 291 at the end of the month, and I'm still going to call it right now. Okay, I mean, a, couple, a couple a couple good at-bats, and now he's hero again? No, no. <laughs> okay. I like to – I'm gonna. what we're going to talk about what you mentioned with Cutter Crawford in a second after we preview the Yankees series because Cutter Crawford, unfortunately, is just filling in at the moment in the rotation because we got to do a lot of bullpen and rotation shuffling. But we'll get into it in a second, Harrison. But we're going to preview – Oh, wait, also, by the way – Oh, yep. can I – let me finish. I forgot to finish my Yankees preview. Dude, last the – other, the other episode, I said, well, yeah, we're going to get the brooms out. I think we would lose the series, but – Reverse psychology, you know what I'm saying? Reverse psychology. 
We're not going to... Well, we're both struggling. As, as Jared Karabas said, shout out to Jared, by the way. Great guy. I met him at Fenway once. He was great. He's yeah. the battle of the mid, and that's what kind of like what it feels like between these two teams right now because both of them aren't performing to what they're capable of doing in the past. <laughs> and like you said, that you rolled the dice, Harrison. You got into our next segment, the Yankee series preview. We're going to talk about our thoughts on this series. And I'm going to start with you because you said we're going to lose the series versus psychology. Let's hear it, Harrison. What, what you got? I just feel like... I just said the last time we were trying to get the Prince, I said, you know what? Let's do some reverse psychology. The Yankees are going to sweep the Red Sox. But reverse psychology, it's going to be the opposite. And also, by the way, fuck the Bronx Zoo. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what the? This dude's been. You know what the crazy thing about this dude? This dude's 45 years old. This dude's old. Five. Stop. He is not 45. No, he's not 45. No way. Who are you talking he, about? He, so there's this he, guy on TikTok. He goes by the name of the Bronx Zoo, and he basically hangs outside of Yankee Stadium and trolls and talks about Red Sox. And it's kind of like a, he's trolling, obviously. So I know he's just joking around, but that's what you got to do to get views on TikTok. But he goes outside <laughs> with the mic, interviews people, talks to people, talks to fans, basically, and slanders the Red Sox. But that's what Harrison and I do on TikTok, too. So it's a win-win. But yeah, but I think point, that's I very want to interesting. I own this man. I own him in New York, and I'm gonna own him in Boston. I said, sir, I can't wait to see your our son in Boston. Even though Garrico's not pitching to tomorrow, which I, I think we missed him by like but, two days. Damn it! But at the same time, it's just like you know what? And he said this. Okay, I'll see you after this comment. I was like, okay, bet. And I was just like, and guess what? I'm gonna own New. I'm gonna own New York. I already own New York. But I'm ready to own Boston, even though it's going to be in Boston, just like everyone else. It's going to be a parade inside your city, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a parade inside the city. Let's hear it, Dev. Let's hear your thoughts it's a on this series. Inside my city. So I think we're absolutely going to whip the Yankees. I really think that it's time for us to, you know, I said this last podcast about the, uh, you know, the Colorado Rockies, and boy, was I wrong. But I just have that, you know, gut instinct feeling that, you know, our pitching is going to do well. We're going to absolutely dominate the Yankees, score a lot of runs. And as long as our bullpen can hold the leads and Kenley Jansen can lock down that save, that's all that matters in, in this Red Sox series. And De- Devers gets hot. You know, Kike needs to, you know, keep hitting well. And I'm glad Verdugo is hustling for, you know, balls around the ba- you know around the bases and, and whatnot so that he can, like, you know, keep his job. But – I, I feel like that this team, you know, yeah, we're in last place. We're not looking too well, but I think that this team is going to have a good winning streak coming up this week. I agree. And the pitching matchups, just so everybody knows, tomorrow it's going to be Domingo Herman against Tanner Houck, who Gino's currently wearing on the back of his jersey. I love that jersey, by the way. Clark Schmidt against Brian Bayo, and then Luis Severino against the Big Maple on Sunday Night Baseball. Gino, let's hear your thoughts on this series. How do you think this series is going to go? Oh, I learned my lesson to just keep my mouth shut last time we won against the Yankees because we're still in last place. So I'm, I'm being a little reserved. So when the Yankees lose this weekend, hopefully, then I can just say whatever I want, hopefully. Um, I don't have confidence in this series. I'm just going to be honest. I think it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be tight, all three of them. And not only that, we- <laughs> We did come off a win last year. I I get that. You know, one, but the Yankees are doing just as bad as we are, but they're scoring more runs than the Red Sox are each game. They keep going between four and eight and nine runs, and we seem to go a little bit in the middle. Like we're always going either three to six. So even though they are struggling, I – I, I know the Red Sox magic, and I get that, but what's Tanner Houck going to do? Bale has been our most consistent starter along with Paxton even a little bit. So I love Nick Pavetta in the bullpen. Um, I love Martin. Holy cow. Martin seems like he's doing better and better each game, and I kind of like him at closer a little bit more than Jansen right now, but I agree with Devin. I think we need, we need Jansen to be consistent. We need him to be consistent every game and also – core has got to be perfect this is the yankees this is your biggest rival in baseball this is the biggest one one of the biggest rival rivalries in sports it's june you got to capitalize on these so 
I really think we're going to lose by one run each game, and we're all going to cry next week. That's what I think. Ooh, that's a nice I, I don't like that. Justin, I'm going to get to you whenever you're yes. ready. I'm going to say my thoughts. You ready? Okay, I'll go to Justin, and I'll tell you guys my thoughts, and we'll get into our next topic as well with the pitching because the pitching but is going to be no. a very interesting situation. You said no? I can go? Okay, cool. So my thoughts on this series is I think the Boston Red Sox are – I think it's going to be, like you like you said, it's going to be a tough series. I think the Red Sox do end up winning the series. I don't know if they sweep, but I think they do win the series, especially when you have – I think the day that they're going to win is most likely going to be the game with James Paxton on Sunday – and they're going to probably win the Brian Bayo game. Clark Schmidt yeah. looked good against the Red Sox his last start, but I think the Red Sox at home can rattle him a little bit and score some runs. One thing I'm happy about as well is Kike Hernandez is back in center field, and it looks like he's going to stay there as platooning out there, so that's good. And I second like base. And, and second, second base, base too. too. Yeah. Second base in center field, I'm fine with that. He's a good defender. He doesn't need to throw too far at second base. Center field, he is a elite defender in center field, making another amazing catch that night, and it's been great. I think the Red Sox, one thing that we're going to do is we're going to jump on the starting pitching early. Once we get into that Yankees bullpen, that Yankees bullpen is usually nails. Once we jump on the starting pitching early and get a little bit of a cushion, our pitching is going to be fine as long as they're well-rested. I think if the, the bullpen for the Red Sox, we had an off day today. So all our bullpen pieces are rested for tomorrow, and most of them will be rested for hopefully Saturday or Sunday if needed. I think we won't need – because Bayo pitched, I think, seven innings the other game he pitched, and that was good because it rested the bullpen a lot too. So he's been figuring it out. And I think that the Red Sox will win the series. I'm very confident. And also, if the umpires are calling bad calls, Aaron Boone usually gets tossed from the game. So if Aaron Boone gets tossed from the game, the Red Sox will be fine because the the bench coach doesn't know what he's doing, especially in a panic situation. <laughs> Harrison, I see you had your hand up. What do you want to say? Um, I got a quick question. I've been hearing a lot about it recently. Would you ever want to re-sign James Paxton for three years or two years? No, he's too old. I signed him for a one-year or two-year deal, but not not yeah. three. Two years, Agreed. two years. I'll take two years. I I've been like no. the, the big Maple's been doing recently. One year. I yeah, no, no, one, one year. year. One one year's better. It, it, you don't know what you're gonna get. I mean, he came off a major injury, and look at all the sale issues we've been having. You got to keep some of these guys that have had history of that at one year deals. You can't commit them for two or three years because if they get injured again, then we're screwed again. And we need people consistent for the big run, hopefully. That's one thing, too. Like with the Michael Walker situation, the Red Sox, he wanted multiple years, and the Red Sox were kind of shaky because Walker is also an injury prone player. And he's pitching great for San Diego this year, oh, by the way. That's yeah, one no. of those things fantastic. You, you, fantastic. Sometimes it, some teams want to roll the dice on it. James Paxton, honestly, Harrison, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna surprise people here. I think he's a trade piece that the Red Sox aren't competing. I think he's gonna he can go to a team that's competing and wanting to make a playoff spot, and the Red Sox can cash out on it if they're not producing. If they're not in a playoff spot, I think the Red Sox go all hands. Then what do we do, bro? I don't know, but right now anything is possible. Justin's got his finger up. He's ready to go. He's from the White Sox. Justin says, huge opportunity to get back in the race this weekend. If we can win two or sweep and everything clicks, the vibe will be freaking high going into next week. Biggest weekend yet. I agree. Midsummer. Summer starting. School's out for Boston. School's out for everybody in high school, middle school. So it's going to be a packed crowd. Elementary People are going to be school, up late right. watching the games. And I think it's going to be a vibe this weekend. It's going to be fun. And always, Red Sox-Yankees is fun in New York, but at Fenway Park, it's a different vibe. I don't know why. It just feels more intense at Fenway Park. Probably because it's our home and we got to defend the stadium. You do need to get there. and We'll get you there soon one day. Here's something that I want to talk about that Harrison talked about earlier. It's talking about He was talking about Cutter Crawford in the rotation, how he didn't want them in the rotation. Justin, you want to say one more thing? Got your finger up or are you good? Justin, you good? No, you're good? Okay, good. I saw you had your finger up, so I wanted to make sure. We're going to talk about the rotation and the bullpen shuffling because obviously Chris Sale just went on to the 60-day IL. So he won't be able to pitch until August 2nd if he does get surgery or not is to be determined. Right now they're hoping for the best case that he doesn't. But we have a lot of options in our bullpen and our rotation that we could shuffle around. And I'm going to start with Dev. What do you think is going to happen with this rotation and bullpen, and what do you think can change for this Red Sox team? Man, I mean, a a lot of questions. It's just like – Chris Sale, I'm kind of sick and tired of. I mean, congratulations, he won us a World Series, you know, his, you know, first year here. And I was excited. I was like, oh, we actually got a really great player in Chris Sale. 
someone that we could actually keep. But then it's just like years after years after years, I'm injured. My belly ring, you know, it's like my pinky. Like, what's going on with Chris Sale? It seems like he's trying to, like, you know, tell us that, you know, he's excited to be here and then he kind of doesn't want to be here. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Red Sox don't offer Chris Sale a contract. And to be honest, I wouldn't want him on my team. If if he just keeps on getting injured and he's doing like, you know, semi-decent, I just think that, you know, Chris Sale is not the answer the Red Sox want to be looking for. You know, as us Red Sox fans, I know that you guys could agree, you guys could not agree. I Chris Sale is just not a piece that the Red Sox need to be dealing with right now in order to win us a World Series. But this rotation, as long as they DFA Kluber soon, um, I like, uh, you know, um, I disagree with Harrison. I like Cutter Crawford in the bullpen. I think he's a very good bullpen piece. I think that we could keep him there. Pavetta is great in the bullpen. Um, I think Brian Bale, I told you guys this uh, start of the podcast, he's going to be great. He's going to be an amazing piece from, you know, Worcester. He's just a great uh, piece. Whitlock, uh, I was kind of like, you know, in the middle with uh, Garrett Whitlock for being a starter pitching, but I think in all honesty, I think we got him for bullpen help, but that's just my piece. I think he's a better bullpen guy than he is a, you know, rotation guy. So I feel like, you know, if the Red Sox do trade for the right pieces during the deadline, I think that our bullpen and our starting rotation can be back and we could start talking about possibly being the second place in the AL East if that happens. I like that take, and I, I couldn't agree, agree with more. The Whitlock, I agree with the Whitlock situation in a sense, but I, he's starting to grow on me in the rotation just a little bit. He's been proving himself a little bit more in that rotation, but I do still agree that he's better off in the bullpen. Him and Hauk, I think I would take Hauk over the bullpen a little bit more, but that's just my opinion too. Gino, let's hear your thoughts. What do you think about this team and the, their pitching situation right now? Nah, I agree, I agree with Devin, man. Devin took the words out of my mouth. I think you still keep Hawken that rotation. Whitlock, Pavetta, and Winitsky. Um, I mean, I love Balo in the start, starting uh, pitching. Martin is our good like guy before Jansen, or he can even be that end piece, or Jansen could go before him. And just like Devin said, you know, if we if we trade them, we get a couple good starting pitchers in there. Man, I mean, it just changes everything. You go from a team that's been like crap in the first part, and then you turn around in July. I mean, the sky's the limit for our talent, but they all got to stay healthy. I've been saying this since two years ago. After Sale won that World Series, he has not been the same. He has sucked. He is not a good investment anymore, and we should have traded him while we had the chance, and we didn't. Now we're just suffering with that cap now. I've always wanted to be done with them. I appreciate your service sale, but man, we can't count on you anymore, dude. We can't. We we just can't. I mean, we're still paying a lot of people even before <laughs> we can't it, before the team when they're getting traded. We can't afford to keep him now. So, yeah, that's just the way I feel about it. Also, fun fact: speaking about paying players, the Red Sox are also still paying Manny Ramirez, kind of mm-hmm. like Bonilla. So that's kind of mm-hmm. funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, I exactly. think this team has great pitching, and I think this it's a good problem to have when you have a lot of people that you can put into your future. So the Red Sox, this year I kind of look at this season as a test for the future for this team because you have a lot of young guys, Tristan Casas, young pitching, Tanner Houck, John Wachowski, Josh Wachowski, John Wachowski, sorry. I know Harrison was going to say Mike Wazowski, so I, that triggered in my brain, so I messed up the name. <laughs> no, it's um, not that. It was not that. It was not that. It was just But also there's a lot Tristan of players. Casas. Justin's got his finger up. He wants to go. Justin, go ahead. Let's see what you got to say. Put it up on the screen. When the last time Kermit pitched, do you realize Boone has yet to name a starter Sunday? They are trying to keep that bum away from his daddy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're keep him away from Rafi Devis. Rafi's been hot. Um, this team has a good pitching problem. Like I said, they got a lot of young guys, and I think that inter- entering next season, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a lot of pitchers on that pitching market, especially for free agency. Shohei Otani, Aaron Shohei Otani, I really want. I think there's a lot of players that the Red Sox I could make a move at. Also, even guys that are like in those like not like also big Japan, big names. Some someone in oh, sorry, mm-hmm. Rob, go ahead. No, you're good. You can continue. It's fine. Go ahead. I, I want this dude. I've been talking to Rob about it. I was talking to to Gino. I've been talking to a little bit about Justin and also Dev. I want the guy from the from the Orange Buffaloes. He was with Yamasataka Yoshida in Japan with the Buffaloes called Yamamoto. Yadamoto, I want this dude. He's 24 years old. He's five foot ten. Yeah. He has like 
He's like a two. He has like I think right now a two thirty seven ERA in Japan. Two thirty eight. Two thirty eight ERA. Oh my bad. Sorry, a two thirty eight. Close enough. Uh, but at the same time, I still I think we should sign this dude if Agreed. we can't. I think I want give him six years until he's thirty. I don't care. Like as long as we get this guy, and we can have a great rotation with Garrett Whitlock, Yadamoto. Um, who else? James Paxton, if we sign for another year or two. Um, Bayo, and and yeah. Bayo. Oh my God, that's just such a that's a beautiful, beautiful rotation right now. And you know I I'm sorry, Harrison. I'm sorry, Harrison. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but um, you know who I wouldn't mind on the Red Sox if they somehow do cut him. Uh, I think he's in in the Triple A system somehow for uh, the Blue Jays, but Alec Manoa. I think Alec Manoa will be a good spot. I think he's still a Blue Jay. I think he's just yeah. getting sent down to figure it out. But that would be a good pickup if the Red Sox are able to slide in and change things. I just noticed the Red get Sox. Get him sale. The pitching is just like, they're, I don't know what it is, and I've noticed this a lot too. Pitchers that go from Boston to another team, they excel with a different team. I don't know if it's the pitching development for the Red Sox, whether it's the minor league pitching development, whether it's the major league pitching development. But I don't know. Something seems weird with this team. Whenever players leave, and I hope that it's nothing wrong with the Red Sox team development, because if that's the case, we need to figure something out quick. Harrison, what do you think? What do you think about these young pitchers? Do you think they're? Do you think they're good? Do you think? Do you? Do you I, I want. I listen, you want Whitlock. I. I mean, how many years we signed? Five years. We extended Whitlock for five years, so Whitlock's here until 2025, 2026. That's perfect. It's fucking beautiful. Um, but I just think. I want Shohei Otani so bad, but do you? We all do. And we want Shohei Otani, but I'm hearing about the Dodgers. I'm hearing, do the Angels want him back? Probably not. I think they want to keep on Mike Trout even more. The Dodgers, maybe New York, please oh. for God, not <laughs> like please not the, please not like the Mets or the or the Yankees, but him in Boston with Masa with Masataka Yoshida. That is just like the WBC WBC legends, by the way. And I just think that those two would be a great duo. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just like there's a lot of options on the plate next year. I mean, Martin Perez is, is going to be a free agent next year. Yeah. I mean, in the trade deadline, do you think Shoei Yatani might get to the trade deadline? If he goes to the Padres, he will highly doubt that. But maybe like the Dodgers, maybe hopefully he can come to the Red Sox. Can we just like if we like trade Duval or maybe like Justin Turner? That could be a possibility, which I highly doubt that because you know he likes LA a lot, but which I highly doubt that he's not, we're not gonna trade Justin Turner because Justin Turner has been absolutely amazing on a seven seven yeah. game hit streak. Is that right, yeah, Rob? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I think it's like about around seven, seven eight games. It's it's seven, yeah. But I think at the same time, it's just like I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get Shohei Otani, but I still want Yanomoto in the offseason. If we don't get Shohei Otani, I still want Yanomoto, twenty four years old. I want to, I want that guy. Listen, listen. Angels are in third place right now. They got thirty eight wins and thirty two losses, third place, and they're not. They're they're like five hundred and forty three. So. I think I think the Angels will be stupid to trade him and let him go, but I totally understand that there's going to be he wants to go on a winning team, and the fact that people can get him on a winning team, it's going to be Houston, it's going to be the Rays, it's going to be both New York teams, L.A. and the Padres. Like I don't I, think the I don't think the Rays just because they're the rotation. You never know. Is, you never know. The rotation know. is fine. They have, but Todd the trade Bradley. package is there though. The Red Sox. And you're saying the Red Sox, they don't have any trade assets exactly. to get Shohei Otani. You're going to have to give up Marcelo Meyer. You would have to give up Marcelo Meyer, Nick York, and a go. bunch of guys to get Shohei Otani. And you don't want to yeah. get rid of that because Marcelo Meyer is your future shortstop that people. Are oh, by the way, I want to hear. I also want to hear someone from the from the Greenville Drive. I forgot his name though. He's been going nuts. He's a pitcher. His name is like Anthony. I think it's like something Anthony, or is it Anthony something? It's like it's one of those, but this dude's been going nuts in in Greenfield Drive recently. So, I I hope that dude's I hope that it's a, like a top prospect for a pitcher. Oh, yeah, it's true. No, you're on mute. You're on mute. 
Aha, I thought I clicked the D button. My fault, my fault. Um, <laughs> the Greenville Drive have good young talent, and I agree. I think that they have the Red Sox minor league talent is really good. I like, I really like Brian Mata as well. I think he could be an option for next year's rotation as well. He just needs to work on his command. He has a lot of injury issues as well, like Chris Sale. So it's kind of a little bit of a stretch to see what he'll do. But I think he's a good young pitcher that could be good for this team in the future, especially with the Red Sox having probably – in the month of May, I saw that they had a team ERA of as with starting pitching of 3.55. So one thing about this team is being inconsistent. They can't hit, and then they can't pitch. They pitch really well, and then they can't hit. They start hitting the ball, they can't pitch. That's one thing that we got to figure out as a team. But the pitching has been the biggest problem, not the lineup. But we Next finally somehow, of- finally somehow we just turn it around, and just now we can't hit the ball. It happens all the time. It's one of those things, like, as Frank the Tank says, the June swoon. It happens a lot. Struggles happen. Teams happen. Struggles happen. It's all about building a better squad and just being able to hit a little bit better. What I was going to say is, speaking of the lineup, what do you guys think about this Trevor Story situation, him coming back as a designated hitter? Do you think Trevor Story is going to be good? Because there's people saying that Trevor Story is going to start as a DH. There's people on Twitter saying that he declined playing second base, which I did not see anything about him declining playing second base. But to each his own, would you rather rush him back to play second base defensively? Or would you rather just have him as DH and whenever he's ready to play shortstop, play shortstop? Yes, I want him as DH so bad. I want him as a DH. Yes, yes, and yes, yes, yes. uh, I want Trevor Story back. I don't care. Put Put him at DH. Put Justin Turner back put Justin Turner in first base and we'll be fine. And we'll be hitting the ball like, like non freaking stop. And we'll be unstoppable when we get Trevor story back in July. I agree. I think Trevor story is going to be a big piece of this lineup. Dev, are you excited for Trevor story? Do you think they should rush him back and put him at second base? Like some people on Twitter are saying, or do you think that he should just stay at DH until he's ready to play short? I mean, here's the thing. You and I have talked about this before, that we think that, you know, it's a great idea to put Trevor Story at DH. Don't rush him back too much because if you do, you know, he'll probably get, you know, re-injured and he'll probably be, you know, out for the season. So you don't want to rush him back too much. Put him as your DH, you know, set set him in there, you know, let him get a couple reps, you know, probably for the first month, maybe month and a half. And if he's feeling fine, put him back to where he started things off at shortstop. Cause I think that, you know, once Trevor story comes back, I think he's coming back like what July, maybe uh, mid, mid August or something like that. I think this Red Sox lineup will be back to, you know, the normal things and everything will be great. Story time with Trevor. Trevor. I need to hear your thoughts, you know, because I know you and I are big story guys. I got story on the back right there. I know we're big story guys. I want to hear what you think because I know you're a big Trevor Story guy. I mean, he's one of my favorite players. I love this guy when we got him. I knew it would be be the replacement for Bogarts or whoever came in. Uh, Bogarts, I knew, was going to leave. So I'm happy we got story, unfortunately, with his injury. I don't want to rush him back. I don't want him at DH either. I don't want anything. I want him to be fully healthy. If you want to get a star back and be fully healthy, you got to protect him from himself because when you're on that grind every day and you got an injury, there's always hiccups. If you bring people back, even with the hiccups or even without hiccups, something's going to happen a week later or something like that. You just never know. You never know. So I, I don't want to bring him back too early. I think he just needs to stay on track and be fully healthy. Because look at Duvall. Duvall is healthy, but he still has to pick up some things. Like, he's just going to not be the same Duvall for maybe like two weeks. And just like Chang when he comes back, he's they, they need time. They just need this time. Because trading deadline is going to be huge for the Red Sox. You can't, you can't, you can't mess this up, man. You just can't mess this up. I agree. I don't think you can mess this up at all. I always say this and I say it too. I want as much as I want Trevor Story back in that lineup and on the field, you can't rush a player back from injury because then God knows what could happen. Something could go wrong. Look at exactly. Mondesi there. He wanted to be back by I think it was July and he's possibly Not out for the season. Exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of like one of those things you don't want to rush a player because especially like it's coming from an ACL injury is hard enough, let alone trying to come back and be an asset to the team. And I think Getting Trevor Story back is going to be huge for the Red Sox, but don't rush him back. Wait until he's comfortable. It looks like he's comfortable already, taking ground balls at shortstop, hitting a little bit of batting practice the other day. Looked really good, but obviously he's going I want him back now. 
Harrison well, will get it. You can't it. rush him back. You can't yeah, rush you can't him back. Him. I'm not saying that with Matt Greg when is the time is right. If he wants to be listen, if he wants to be a DH man, let him be a DH man. True, but you want you don't want to rush him back when he's at seventy five percent. You want him at a hundred percent ready to go, and that's how I yeah. feel about players. I mean, you Bryce want hundred or hundred ten. It's different with Bryce Harper because Bryce Harper is a freak of nature. That man is insanely <laughs> good at what he's doing. But Trevor Story, a little bit of a different player. Very. And speaking of Bryce Harper as a right fielder for the Phillies. I'm going to lead into our next segment, and we're going to close things out after it. We got a little tier list. Last time we did the shortstop tier list. Today, we are going to do right fielders tier list because that is probably one of the most stacked positions in Major League Baseball. And the rosters are updated, right? They are indeed. They are ready to go. I'm going to pop it up right here on the screen. Here we go. Here is. Wait, is it loading? Okay, there we go. I forgot I lost the access to the screen. I just need Trevor. There we go. All right. We got it on the screen right now. Here are the outfielders for the MLB right field. These are all updated on the new rosters. And we're going to go on the move. I'm going to start from – we're going to start hot. I'm going to go bottom up. We're going to flip-flop today because – I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling I'm feeling like a reverse opposite day. We're gonna start with my favorite player, Marcus Marcus Mookie Limbets. Where are we putting Mookie Bets? I think there's only one place to put him. I mean, obviously S tier. I mean, he's the greatest right fielder in all of Major League Baseball. I and that's my personal opinion. Yes, Aaron Judge is great, but I've never seen a player Hot like Mookie t- Bets. And also about Aaron Judge, I think mm. this is gonna be on the sixty day IL. I just think he has that bruised, like sprained toe for since the Dodger game. Is that right? Well, that's for Yankees fans. It's just I think a toe injury. I think he's going to be okay. It's just a little. I mean, it looked a little painful what he had, but I think I don't think a sixty day IL stint will be needed. I mean, is he going to miss a series against us? Do we know, or is he going to be back in the lineup? I know he's missing the series against the Red Sox, is what they're saying. But I think they're going to evaluate it towards the weekend and see if they. Alex Boone doesn't know. He doesn't know about it. I mean, no one knows about those type of injuries. But speaking of Aaron Judge, there he is at the bottom. I mean, it's hard to disagree yeah. with Esther. You got to put him yeah, in You got to put him in Esther. Yeah. No, he D-tier, is D-tier, superhuman. Oh Harrison, non-biased as a Red Sox fan, he is. <laughs> no, we one just of the best we just mute him. Honestly, he's he doesn't really have knowledge of really anything. <laughs> he is one of the. <laughs> he's wow. Freaking nature, Aaron. All right, you old man. Fan. All right, we just do this. That, that works. <laughs> Damn, where's Justin when you need him? <laughs> I, I think Aaron Judge and S here makes perfect sense. He's a freak of nature. Dude is balling out man. every year. 62 home runs last year. AL MVP, AL record. Unbelievable player. Could literally be a linebacker, center on your favorite basketball team, whatever you need. Really him. Yeah, okay. Here's the next man, Ronald Acuna Jr. And I think that's 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 Oh, yeah. He yeah, is yeah. having Easy. one of the craziest seasons ever, and I think, honestly, he could have a 40-40 season. He is on pace for a 40-40 season. That man is oh, yeah. fast. That man is amazing. And I think he he's one of the faces of Major League Baseball. That man is just yeah, unbelievable. He is so yeah. good. And Atlanta, you have that man. And a lot of your players for a long time, thanks to your general manager who is balling, on a budget, he extended all these guys yeah. until their young 30s for cheap. Can't believe it. You want to hear a crazy stat? Like 450 plus foot homers in the MLB since May 15th. Acuna with four. Otani with four. Jordan Alvarez won. Aaron Judge won. Kyle Schwarber won. Soler won. And Mike Trout won. Damn. No Red Sox, I'm triggered. No, Red Sox haven't hit a home run 460 plus feet in 666 days and counting. Wow. (laughs) So that's two years. That's two years and counting of no Red Sox players hitting a ball over 460. And I think Rafi will be the one to break it, if anything, if they get an opportunity to. Rafi or Duval, hopefully. It's got to be one of those. I got a surprise. Well, not a surprise. Well, surprise because I think he's a future Boston Red Sox, but we got Juan Soto. Where are we putting Juan? What? We can gotta put him at Red Sox. Two thousand twenty-five. I think it's happening. 
What is he's he, not doing the best right now, but he's starting not. to heat up. He's heating yeah, up a little he bit this month, little, so he's starting yeah. to figure a-tier, it out. A tier, A tier, A tier. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I think A two, A two. Yeah, I maybe I'm gonna put him at maybe. Yeah. No, well, mm, I'll, yeah, put him yeah. I'll put it's him. It's hard. It's really hard because that whole team is in a slump. Yeah, like they've been in a slump for a long time. Actually. And Soto's been kind of like in a slump since he got traded to Air, um, yes, the San Diego right. last year. So he's been kind of like trying to get used to his new home. But that dude is unbelievable. Great, great plate appearances. He gets, he walks. Great eye. He gets on base at an elite clip. Hits for average when he. I mean, look at his days in Washington when he was 20, 21, 22. What he was doing was unbelievable and won a world series with the nationals arguably should have won world series mvp over steven strasburg but that's just my opinion but he is <laughs> unbelievably so good so so good another guy that's so so good and i think he's no longer s tier but i think he's definitely up there in the a tier and that's george oh, hey, what do you yeah a too he's still unbelievable he went he's to a so stacked good. blue jays team he made the right call seriously right call. He he's did. so good and I think in right field, he struggled a little bit in center field last year because that's where they had him playing, obviously, with right. Teoscar Hernandez, who was yeah. now on the Mariners, who will get to him very right. shortly. But right. now he's comfortable in right field. He does. He's not an elite fielder out there, but his bat is so good. George Springer, oh great guy, unbelievable player, another unbelievable player. Alex Verdugo, where we put hey. Alex Verdugo, guys? A-2. 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 This season, he's been playing at an A. He's been so good. God, I mean, S. He's had his um controversies yeah, with not rushing everything else, else but he's, I don't care. Like, S. He's a red sock. Oh my gosh, we can't be doing bias here. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta go based on how they're performing. Yeah, we need, he needs to take a break. Um, Alex, <laughs> Alex Verdugo at A. I think it's a great spot for him. I think he's great. Damn it, you know he. He isn't the reason why we're not going S. He's not on the level of Mookie Betts or Aaron Judge yet, or those guys. But he's he hits for average. He's been great since 2020 for the Red Sox. He's been the big piece of that Mookie Betts trade. He's been the key guy. He's been great, and I have him at an A tier. He and he's a great fielder too. He's made some great plays this year as well. And he also didn't hustle last week. So if he would have hustled, maybe Bro, he would have been oh, S tier. I know what is up <laughs> with that. It drove me crazy. <laughs> he hustled yesterday. I'll tell you that much. Diving. Oh yeah. Plate. Love that. Teoscar Hernandez. A. I think A as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's oh, a yeah. so batting damn average? good. I have no idea, but I know batting average. I wouldn't take into big consideration as a big tool. What's his name, he, What's his name guys? Teoscar Hernandez. Teoscar Hernandez. What's his stats? I haven't. He, all I know is he's a guy who hits thirty plus home runs last year with Toronto, and he hits around like a two eighty average. He. Dude, he was a killer on the Jays. He like, destroyed the rest. He's so good, and I think he's still doing really good. And that was the big trade to start off the offseason. They they went and traded Teoscar Hernandez, mm-hmm. and we were like, what are the Blue Jays doing? Why are they trading Teoscar Hernandez for? Like, yeah, oh, my. Like, it was a head-scratcher, but because he's, he's one hitting, of their best players. He's hitting he's, 249. Yeah, he's not doing the best with average this year right at the moment, but he's he is okay. very good. You know what Next the crazy thing is? You know what the crazy thing? Euro Goriel Goriel Jr. from the Diamondbacks. He since that trade, he's amazing. He's been doing good. I think yeah. Nice. So so this year is this year is um his average is two forty nine, three stolen bases, thirty six RBIs, eleven home runs, and at bats he's at two hundred fifty seven. He's not too too bad. He's an average player right now, but okay, if, yeah. we, if we put back his last year's stats, I'm gonna give him the A. He should be. I, I'll give him. Actually, hold on. We'll go to B. We'll go to B. La- if we're going based on last year, we'll go to B. Fa- B fair for Teoscar Hernandez, you think? B? Yeah. B. That was such a dad joke. Um, Mitch yeah. Hanniger of the yeah. San Francisco Giants, who I was I think... very high on coming to Boston this year, and it did not work out, sadly. But he is a San Francisco Giant. Where do we have Mitch Hanniger, who used to play for the I think Bears, C. I think C. Yes. Yeah, He's a good guy. He, when he is on, he is on. But I don't know we'll these C. dudes. Uh, here we go. Next up, the man, the oh, man, the legend, my boy. the man who strikes oh. fear when something tragic goes on. There is if a bridge <laughs> collapses in Philly, like it happened before, when there's a tragic event. Nick Ca- Castellanos. Where are we putting Nick Castellanos? I love him so much. B, oh. B for sure. I say A two. I say A two. Uh, okay. He, I mean, when no one's doing anything, he always shows up. I mean, when he was with, um, he was with the Mets right before that. Mm. They, I think they regret it. 
Oh, he was with um. I think he was with the Reds. Reds, Reds, that's right. The Reds, and I think he played for the Tigers too at the beginning of his career as well. He played really good for the Cubs that one half. That half year he played for the Cubs, it was unbelievable. And then he went to Cincinnati and did great. I love Mm Teo. I love him. I love Teoscar Hernandez, and I love Nick Castellanos at A. Next up, our good friend, former Boston Red Sox, Hunter Renfro. Where we Hunter Renfro. Renfro. D. D. I agree. C. Mm. B, B, I think B. B. I think I think That's B, B is more likely. Three against first. one. Three against one. I get it. I guess I go. I'll go with B. I think he's a guy who hits a lot of. Obviously, he's known for his home runs. And that mm-hmm. year in Boston, where he hit the thirty-two home runs and hit for average, that was amazing. And I think his swing is still built for Fenway Park. And I would love to him to come back, but I think that door is shut. Because I just don't understand. I like I, I just didn't understand why to be traded with JBJ. Well, I still love him J- at the same well, time. Well, the reason why I don't know JBJ. I love you, JBJ. But trading at the time, trading for Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro for you was a head scratcher. But I think the reason why I'm not going to get into this because there's alleged things about Hunter Renfro. If you know, you could read it on the internet. Why it's okay. We got Duval. He's built for Fenway. He's yeah, he was Fenway. Fenway. Lane Thomas. I'm not going to lie. I haven't heard your name in a while. F. But I'm, <laughs> you I'm sorry. You're a Washington National. Nothing is good going on in the Washington Nationals organization right now. Besides, besides, Michael, besides Stone Michael. Garrett and Josiah Gray, those two guys are amazing. And Michael Chavis. Michael Chavis is garbage. Sorry. I love him. He's a great personality. Where he's is he, player. by the way? He's on the Nationals. Where? He's on the is Nationals. Is he playing first base? Mm-hmm. And he's not doing good for them. Next up, we got Adolis Garcia and uh, I. Probably A or S. I'm going A. I really yeah, like Adolis Garcia. He is Me such too. a good outfielder. He's not. He's really good defensively. He's very fast out there, and he hits some bombs in Arlington. He does amazing for the Rangers. And how about that Texas Ranger team right now? Doing so mm. good in the AL West. Uh, so, so good. Without Jacob DeGrom. Without Jacob DeGrom, I mean, they got Nate Avaldi, who's turned to an elite ace for that team. And they have yeah, their pitching has been for three so, years. so, so good. Yeah, Rain, Rangers. Former Red Sox prospect, Manuel Margo. I'm going B. I'm leaning towards B. B. B, B or C for B, me. Right. Yeah, B or C. That's a good one. Yeah, B or C. I'm going to go B. I like Manuel Margo. I think he's a great <sighs> Okay, can I, can I take this one? Can I take this one? Yes, with you Newt can. Bar? I believe okay. that is Laz Newbar, my dog. How okay, listen. Do he's going? The worst team in baseball. Okay, you, we all know this. We're in last place. Worst team in baseball. But Newbar is a very good player. He has not done well at all lately. But if he was on a better team and if he was more consistent, he would be an A. But since everything, the state of the Cardinals right now, I give it him a, a B. Or C. If you put him in a good lineup, he would be an A. Yeah, he would have a lot of production, especially with the players, the way they've been underperforming. I'm going to mm-hmm. agree with you mm-hmm. and go B. I like Nalar's new bar. MLB The Show in the beginning of the year, best card out. I'm telling you, Lars new bar, so good. And he's a free agent, I believe, in 2024. So, yep, yep. Could yep, be yep. fun to see. Where imagine imagine the Red Sox have new bar, Shoei Otani, and Masataki Ishida. That well, that's a dream to happen, but it's a fever dream. Calls the 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 Japan Red Sox. Speaking of Shohei Otani, <laughs> he just hit his twenty second home run of the season just now. By the way, yeah, so yeah. there's Sweet. that. Off a of native Aldi, our good friend just mentioned this. fantasy points. So, Let's go. This man, <laughs> this man. I'm not gonna lie, you are not the Pirates right fielder. This is I don't know why they put you in here. Who is this? I have no idea. This is I don't. I know everyone else besides him because right now their right fielder is Jack Solinsky. Right. So this guy, that's not Brian Reynolds. Is Brian Reynolds black? I'm just joking. I'm joking. Uh, oh, sorry. my God. I had to, I had to be honest. <laughs> Brian Reynolds is a not. <laughs> but we're going to go. We're going to. I don't know who you are. So we're going to go D. Oh, it's, wait. It's, wait. Is that the guy who robbed? Uh, yeah. That's his. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I, I think I think I know who you're talking about, but is yeah, Bay is that Bay? Whatever the yeah, no, I think that, that's not Bay. Bay's Asian. J G Wan Bay, the center fielder. He has long, flowy hair. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But that guy, God, I'm not him. sure who he is. If we're talking about G Wan Bay, I'm gonna put him in the scene. If it's that, G Wan Bay, that's definitely not the right fielder, though. I yeah, I, don't know. I, I wish they is, had like the names underneath it so that this, we know. I know like, they need they, to do that. This list is primarily correct for the most part. There's a couple different things that are a little different. Like, I know that's Brennan Doyle right there. I know that guy. That's Avi Garcia. That's uh, – that's I know him. 
That's Wait, um, does that oh that doesn't even Wait, look like Brian Reynolds. Reynolds. That's Josh. Um, that's Josh P- Palacios. Palacios. I think that is Josh Palacios. Palacios? I think that is. Yeah. I I was drawing a blank. I'm like I know this guy. I'm like drawing a blank, but he he hasn't that's been C- having a CSN. good game. It doesn't look like CSN though. I don't think it is. Brian Reynolds is number ten. Yeah, Brian Reynolds is number ten on there. This I know. Oh, son of son of a gun! That's Cal Mitchell. (laughs) Oh my God, Kyle Mitchell! (laughs) Why is everybody Cal Mitchell? He's in the Raiders. Kyle Mitchell, I don't know why you're on this list. We apologize, but you are you are dear after Kyle Mitchell. We apologize. And literally, when I looked it up, it said it was as updated as today. So that's kind of weird that it has him still on here. Um, we have a couple guys and two controversial guys here: Ramon Laureano, Starla Marte, both who were suspended in their past of their career for his performance enhancing drugs. Where are we putting Ramon Laureano, who is a great defender? I think I put him in a B because I think yeah, because his arm is just like unbelievable. Agreed. B. I'll put him at a B. He's a, he's a solid to guy. To be honest, yeah, I wouldn't mind if he, if he was on the Red Sox. I, I wouldn't oh, mind on Luriano on the Red Sox. If we're putting Mitch Haniger down here, I am going to put Loriano up here. Starling Marte, I love you. This season, you have not been doing good for the Mets. Nope. And you've been, you've been average. You've been good. You've been decent. So I'm he's average. Best you. You he's average. Been, just call it, how it, it is. You're it usually good. It hasn't he's been average. a Marte usually, Parte he year. Amazing. He used to be amazing. And he, I think oh, he's I just having a down year. So right now, you're average. So I'll put you in C. I love you, Starlin Marte. I hope you get your career figured out because you are amazing. And I want you to succeed. He um, used to be a beast on the Pirates. Here we go. <clears throat> he was a beast on the Pirates. This is Max Kepler. Where are you putting Max Kepler? C. I love Max C Kepler. or C or B. Uh, yeah, C definitely. He's having a C down for sure. year. He's having such Max, a down year, man. Yeah, he is. Is that the man, the legend, Christian Yelich? That is not Christian Yelich. That is, is Joey it? Weimer. That's Joey. Weimer. Oh, that's Joey Weimer. Yeah. Oh, I thought he looked Christian, like Christian Yelich. Yelich. You could Christian Yelich looks like Sheen from um, Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> that's how you know that's Christian Yelich. But that is not Christian Yelich. If you see someone that looks like Sheen or Pete Davidson, that is Christian Yelich. But this is Joey. Dude, I Weimer. swear, my friend looks like Christian Yelich. Then he must so look like he overrated. Did. That's good. So overrated. Where are we putting Joey Weimer? I think C. 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 He's C sounds right. He's, he's a good outfielder. I think a C would be a good spot for Joey Weimer. He's been he, in the beginning of the year. He was going crazy. He was doing great. Now he's kind of cooled down a little bit. So I'll have him at C. Next up, we got Avi Garcia of the Miami Marlins. Where are we putting Avi Garcia? I think D or F. That was such yeah. a bad contract for the Marlins. I I love you, Avi. Where is he the Tigers. He's he's in Miami. He's just Miami. not doing good. He yeah. used to play for the Tigers when he was on the Tigers. Who was that dude? Team. Who was that dude that was hitting over four hundred batting average for that's almost that's a rise. Two he's still there. He's still there, and he's still hitting 400, 402 to be exact, I believe. But now he's, he's back down to three ninety seven. I think. Hmm. Yeah, if he gets a couple yeah. hits, he'll be back up to 400. He is amazing, Luis Arias. He plays second base. Yeah, the Marlins the are unstoppable, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so they good. Really are. Yeah, with freaking Matt Barnes. Hmm. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you here because I want to get Kyle Tucker. Where are we Kyle put? Tucker. I think Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker. Is I think he deserves to be a. A. He is. He is having a, just like the rest of the Astros. I feel like the Astros are having a down year. But and they're playing not to what they're capable of. But yeah. Kyle Tucker, he is an outstanding outfield. He's so damn good. He's an A right now. You're yeah. close to an S, but you. But when you pick it up, you're an S. But right now, you're at an A. You are still an amazing right fielder, and I think you are a great talent. Who is that? That I'm gonna figure out in a second. I think I know who that is. I want to say that's Kyle. I think that's Kyle Isabella. I think that's Kyle Isabella. I think you're right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up though for you. Where's JBJ in this man? JBJ is DFA'd. He's not here no more. He's a free agent. He's a center fielder for the Royals too. By the way, this is why we get you out of here. (laughs) Come on, man. The rest of the list. The rest of the list I know about. I'm just trolling. The rest of the list. The rest of the list I know for the Rockies. That's Brennan Doyle. And then obviously that is Gavin Sheets and then Austin Hayes. And then I believe that's okay. Seth so Peter. you're talking about outfielders, right? Yeah. That has to be Kyle Isabella. I think that's Isabella. Uh, that is not Isabella. Huh? Yeah. Who is that? Dude? Yeah, that's crazy. It's, um, it's Drew Waters. Drew Waters. Drew, oh, Water. Drew Waters got called up. Drew Waters. What a guy. It doesn't guy. even look like him. I know. That's kind of weird. This. Listen, 
Tearlessmaker.com. Get on. your stuff together. <laughs> get it together. You guys are confusing me. Maybe, yeah, it's, maybe, maybe it's Nate Eaton or Drew Waters because that definitely does not look like Kyle Isabel. Let me look uh, right because it doesn't. It doesn't look like th- this. It's Drew Waters. Yeah, it it's like Drew, Drew Waters. Waters. It's definitely Drew Waters. They, they need to figure. They even got. They even got the damn headshots wrong. How do you get the dang headshots wrong? But we're gonna go with Austin Meadows, and I'm gonna go see he at one point when he was with the Rays in 2019, 2018, 2021, elite. Now playing in Detroit, the Motor City, bigger ballpark. He hasn't been hitting as well, and he's also not the best defender. So, sorry, Austin Meadows, you're going and see Drew Waters. Sorry, buddy, you're <laughs> your, your DRF. You yeah. can, we, uh, the reason why is because I know I know who you are, and you and you're you're a great prospect, and you have potential to be amazing. But right now, Drew Waters, yeah, you're hitting 182. You're 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 DRF. Sorry, you're terrible. 182 with a homer and three RBIs. Yeah, DRF. You you're a young prospect. I'm not gonna say anything yet about you. You still have time to develop. So you're going DRF. Next up, we got Brennan Doyle. He's been having a good year. I'm gonna put him at. Is I'm gonna Doyle? put him. That is Brennan Doyle or Randall Grichik. Brennan Doyle. They have – that's the thing about the Rockies. They have it listed as a right fielder for Brennan Doyle, but that does look like Randall Grichik. But that it does. is 100% Grichik. It's Grichik. Uh, hey, listen, Grichik has been doing good lately. That is he hasn't done good all season, but he came alive in this Red Sox series. Former Cardinal, former really anybody. I mean, he's been tossed around, but he's been known for the Cardinals and Blue Jays. I'm going to give him oh, yeah. a B. He's, he has he's been, been doing good. good. I think B that is a good one. He's hitting 307 right now, so he's doing really good. Randall Grichik, I apologize. What is going yeah, on? This tier list, get the I'm gonna do this. Next time I'm gonna I'm gonna research before the podcast, I'm gonna do my research and make sure it's correct. Because most of it's correct, though. Most of this is correct. There's just a couple guys. I'm like, what the hell are they doing in here? Um Oscar Gonzalez of the Cleveland Guardians, the man who walks up to SpongeBob SquarePants theme song. We're gonna go, we're gonna go, we're gonna go see your good young talent. Yeah. I think you got wait, who is three. it again? That's Oscar Gonzalez of the Guardians. He walks up to the SpongeBob theme oh. song. He did, he did all over social media against the Yankees. He's great. He walked them off. I think he's gonna be good. He's a young talent. He just needs to get it to bed. Together with his development, Will Myers. Will Myers. C. I want to give you C. You you're you're you were good on the Padres when you first Dude, got there. And, and then in the Rays. In the Rays. He was good with yep. the Rays. He was but he Rays. has not been what he we should be. Never forget no. when he dropped that ball in the 2013 ALDS. We should be. Yeah. I will never forget that one. He should have caught that. We got Gavin Sheets. Where are we putting Gavin Sheets? I think yeah. he deserves like D and D or F, to be honest. Gavin Sheets is D. Yeah. He's a D. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> right, good. Say Suzuki. All right, I'm a I Suzuki man. I love Suzuki. My brother-in-law is a big fan of him. I'm a big fan of him. He's just Delicious. been injured. He's just been injured. That's it. He's just been injured. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been consistent because I remember. the coaching staff. Harrison, I'm, I'm talking because he has been sorry. he has been injured, and the coaching staff is not doing well with his situation, and that's why he's slowly not doing well coming back. I really do think that he could be a top player, but right now with all the injuries and what he's been doing, because he was hot in the beginning. But right mm-hmm. now, I'll put him as a B or C right now, unfortunately. I agree with you. I'm going to put him at B. I think he went yeah. healthy. He's so amazing. I love Seiya Suzuki, and I think when I wanted the Red Sox again, when he was on, on the posting board, he's great. He's a good guy. I think he's going to get it together. He's a great hitter. He's an elite hitter when he's healthy. Agreed. So B Agreed. for him. Next up, I like, this is No, Austin. I remember – I, hold up, let me say this. I know about this dude when he was trying to talk to Mike Judd because that was by far one of his favorite players. And he was trying to speak it speak it in English. And he said, I love you, Mike Chubb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I sorry. Love that. I that's, that's why he wears 27 as well because of Mike Trout. And that's also why Masataka Yoshida wore 34 for the Oryx Buffaloes because of David Ortiz. Or sorry, not David. He's Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Sorry, yeah, he right, loves Bryce right, Harper when he met Bryce right, Harper. Right. Yeah. Up. I mean, I mix it up a little bit. I'm a little tired. It's ten thirty. <laughs> We're almost. No, but no, he wore number thirty four because of Bryce Harper. He's superstar, and that's great. That Seiya Suzuki the other day got to meet Mike Trout. I think that's amazing that players are getting to meet their idols coming from over from Japan. That just goes to show you how generational baseball is. It's a worldwide sport. Austin Hayes, I'm gonna give you an A. 
I love Austin Hayes. He's such a great He's hitter. A good player. Plays a good yeah. right field. Just a generational great player. And finally, Jake McCarthy of the Arizona Diamondbacks. You are having a 224 average right now with a homer seven RBIs. You play good defense though. So but you're going C. Actually, you have, C, you're C, young C. and you have potential to grow. This is the tier list. So for anybody watching on YouTube, you can see it. For anybody not watching on YouTube, it is Mookie Betts and S with Aaron Judge, Ronald Acuna, and Juan Soto. At the A tier, we got George Springer, Alex Verdugo, Nick Castellanos, Adolis Garcia, Kyle Tucker, Austin Hayes, B, Teoscar Hernandez, Hunter Renfro, Manuel Margot, Lars Newtbar, Ramon Laureano, Randall Gritchick, Saya Suzuki, C, Mitch Hanniger, Starling Marte, Max Kepler, Joey Weimer, Austin Meadows, Oscar Gonzalez, Will Myers, and then Jake McCarthy, and the D tier, Lane Thomas, our good friend, Hayes, who is in the minors. He's in the minors. Avi Garcia, Drew Waters, and then Gavin Sheets. And that, my friends, at the hour mark, will wrap up our podcast for tonight. A little bit of a longer podcast today. We had a lot to talk about. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We truly appreciate it. As always, guys, we are featured on Wisdom, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your streaming services, you can listen to us. Also, on the Grandstand Production YouTube channel, as of last episode, we are on it now. So check us out on there. Hit subscribe and follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, Inside the Sox Podcast. Follow and also follow Grandstand Productions on Twitter and Instagram as well. And then, as always, guys, from your boy Rob, from Gino, from Harrison, from Dev, we're signing off. And we love, love that, that dirty, dirty water. water. Peace. Bye-bye.